0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this morning is from our gospel lesson read moments ago. You are the light of the world. You may be seated. Openly sharing the loving Christ. This is the mission statement of my home church down in Birmingham, Michigan. A church in St. Louis says to know Christ, to make him known. My wife's home church out in Mason, Michigan, to know Jesus and to let him be known. Now this one you may have heard once before, to show others by word and deed how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. And of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod itself to vigorously make known the love of Christ by word and deed. Now, About a year ago, I was looking up various churches' mission statements for one reason or another, and these are a few of them that I looked at. Now what I learned, and what you may see already, is that every single one of these statements has at least one thing in common, to make Christ known. Now, they're all worded just a little bit differently, but the key idea is there. It's the mission of the church, capital C, to bring people into the church with a capital C. Not necessarily just the local congregation, but the Christian church as a whole throughout the world. To make God's love known to all people. It's the mission of St. Lawrence Lutheran Church. It's the mission of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. It's the mission of God himself. As Paul tells us in 1 Timothy 2, that God desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of his truth. But before we get too much further, I'd like to ask this question. Who is the church? If it is God's mission, and likewise then the church's mission to bring people to God, then I feel like the individuals in the church should probably be on board with this mission too. So I have good news for you today, church. You are the church. We are the church. All of us who have God's love in our lives have been set apart, have been called out to make God's love known throughout the world. We're in our final chapter of the Act Like Jesus section in our Believe study. And our final practice is to share our faith. And our mission as Christians is just that, to reach out and to share Christ with others. Because God wants all people to know Him. God wants all people to know how much He loves them. And since we are God's church, since we are God's people, what God wants, we want, right? Since this is so important to God, it should always be so important to us. But there are those times when we're a little bit like Jonah. Now in our Old Testament lesson for today, you see a little bit of the story of Jonah, and I feel like the story of Jonah is probably one of the most well known Bible stories. Jonah, of course, being famous for the big fish that we focus on so often, but there's more to the story. By focusing on just that one bit, we miss the point. See, Jonah is commanded by God to go to Nineveh, to call them to repentance, to change their ways, or else the city of Nineveh would be completely destroyed. Now, Jonah doesn't want to do this. In fact, Jonah doesn't even feel like the people of Nineveh deserve God's grace. So he runs away. He tries to hide. He tries to get out of this calling. And, well, you know how that worked out for him. But our Old Testament lesson actually takes place just after Jonah was spit up on the beach by this fish. God reinstitutes, reminds Jonah of his command, of his calling to go preach to Nineveh, and Jonah begrudgingly makes his way to the city. Now the story of Jonah, the story of Nineveh, really, is a great example of God's persistence. Even when Jonah didn't want to share his faith with them, when he didn't think they deserved God's grace, God still pushed it. Even when we don't want to do this, even when we want to give up, God still keeps nudging us, pushing us along toward the mission that we have. See, God doesn't give up on people just because we might give up on them. The St. Lawrence mission statement really is wonderful to show others by word and deed. How beautiful it is to live with Jesus. See, when we know how beautiful it is to live with Jesus, then why wouldn't we want to share that? And in this statement, we're given two very clear ways in which we can share our faith by word and deed. But for our purposes in these more modern times, I think it might be helpful to maybe switch those two around to show others by deed and word. That'll help explain why, I'll break it down this way. When we use our deeds, we are showing our faith. Because we are Christians, because we have God's great love in our lives, our very lives are impacted. The way we act changes. In fact, Jesus tells us this in our Gospel lesson for today. He says, you are The light of the world. Notice he doesn't command us to be the light of the world. He simply states the fact that you are the light. We are the light of the world. As Christians, we have been filled with God's great love for us. God's light to what can be a very dark world. And since we've been given this light, we've been also given a responsibility with that light. To let it shine before others that they might see our good deeds and give glory to our Father in heaven. The president of our synod, Dr. Matt Harrison, puts it this way. We do kind deeds not to get people into the church, but because we are the church As the church, as God's people, it just happens. Or, if you prefer, you can go with the old song that says, And they'll know we are Christians by our love. The Apostle Paul, in all his missionary journeys, really took to heart Jesus' calling to let his light shine. You see, what Paul did is he says, I have made myself a servant to all. So that I might win more of them. Paul looked at a person. He looked at their individual needs. And he focused on those. He was able to cater to their physical needs to show them how much he loved them. But more importantly, how much God loved them. And in doing so, in doing this by shining his light in this way, he was able then to focus not only on their physical needs, but their spiritual needs as well. What Paul realized is that there might be a correct way to witness to one person, but that might not be the same way you would witness to another. Because every single person has different needs. Now, who better to use as an example for showing God's love with their actions than God Himself through Jesus? See, Jesus made it a point to focus on people's needs. He healed the sick. He made the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk. He even brought the dead to life, also that he might show how much God, He, loves them. Now, when we show our faith by our actions, we're often then given opportunities to share our faith with our words. To talk about Jesus, to share exactly what it is we believe. Why are we letting our light shine this way? And this is exactly what Jesus did in his ministry. He healed the sick, yes. And then he preached the love of God, his love. He offered forgiveness of sins. Jesus showed love with his actions and then preached, taught, shared his love. With his words. Now, I again don't need to tell you that there are many times where we can be like Jonah. Sometimes we can try to run from our mission, to hide from it, to avoid it at all costs. Randy Frazee writes in the Yellow Companion book that it can be extremely easy to strike up a conversation with someone about the weather, about sports, maybe about politics. But talking about our faith can be significantly more difficult for one reason or another. And I think one of these reasons oftentimes is fear. We just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how people are going to react. But let me ask you this. Why not? Why not share our faith with those around us? What's really the worst that could happen? See, in these United States, we don't have to be afraid of physical persecution. We don't have to be afraid of bodily harm for sharing our faith. The worst I could come up with was, you might get a little ridiculed sometimes, or maybe someone doesn't want to listen. They might say no. So really, what is there to be afraid of? The reward of being able to live out your calling of planting that seed for the Holy Spirit to grow, to nourish. The possibility of just one more person coming to faith in Christ far outweighs any risk that there might be. Now the other big thing that might stop us from witnessing is thinking to ourselves, well, I don't know what to say. Or what if I mess it up? What if I say it wrong? And again, from our Yellow Companion book, Randy Frazee has a very helpful exercise that I personally think is a great place to start if you're struggling with this. He calls it the Roman Road. And what it does is uses the book of Romans and only the book of Romans to keep it simple, to share the story, the message of our salvation. Using the Roman Road three questions are answered. Why do we need salvation? What hope do we have? And how can we be saved? Again, I think this is a great place to start, and if you haven't yet, I highly encourage you to take a look at it if you're trying to figure out how do I share this? How do I spread this message? See, church, Satan is really, really, really good At making us overthink things, at helping us try and figure out the worst possible outcome to any given situation. But sharing your faith doesn't have to be difficult. We certainly don't need to make it harder than it has to be, because the message of salvation isn't terribly complicated to explain. You don't need to have a perfect understanding of Scripture in order to do it. You certainly don't need professional training to do it. Brothers and sisters, the only requirement that you have to share your faith is to be a Christian. Is to know God's love in your heart. To know what it feels like to be forgiven. To live a life Of grace as God powers us to do so, to know how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. And then to be able to express that by your deeds and words. And really, that's the key here deeds and words. We can't just share our faith without showing it, but likewise, we can't just show our faith without sharing it. There's a quote that you may have heard before that goes like this. Preach the gospel at all times. Use words if necessary. Now, it's not necessarily a bad quote by any means. The premise being, at all times, we are called to live out God's love. To let our light shine with our actions. Now, where we run into the problem with this quote is, well, it's always necessary to preach the gospel with words. You can't preach the gospel without using your words. You can't have one without the other. See, if we were to just use our deeds, just show God's love with our actions, then others would never hear the story of salvation, the message of what Jesus has done for them, as the Bible tells it. On the other hand, if we just use our words, if we don't use our actions, then we're really not giving the full Message. We're not demonstrating God's love for them. We're not fully living out our call to let our light shine. Sharing your faith is really a twofold thing to show your faith, to show God's love with your actions, but then to share it, to speak God's message of salvation with your words. All of you here today, all Christians throughout the world, Who have Jesus' love in their hearts truly know just how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. To know how wonderful it is to live a life of God's forgiven, chosen, loved children. So may we all, by word and deed, by deed and word, let our lights shine before others that they might hear the beautiful news of God's love for them. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.